Good morning. Today's class is Lunishma Yechna Dilan Gedayas Yen Ben Nema. Lunishma Dani Hakon Ben Yafa, Rufushalim Harasham Yamina, Dani Ben Sara, Elisheva Ben Nava, Rufushalim Elisheva Margalit Bashifrulaya, Mary Tuvi Mechaya, Successor Yashamayim Elisheva Ben Avaga, Dilan Sheva, Emin Elisheva Shefer, Elisheva Reina Makavatov Basha. Also, this month, the whole month is sponsored for You Could Tell Yehuda Mordechai. We have a live event, God willing, in uh, Park East, August 25th, August 24th, August 24th, sorry. It's on August 24th, and that is going to be uh, in Park East in Manhattan with Gary Newman. The August 23rd and 24th events, those events are, are they're more private events. They're for people who have a membership to DSN and DEAL. So the August 24th event is open for everybody. Okay, today's class, please share and rate the podcast. Today's class is going to be, God willing, on inspiration or desperation. Today's also the Yortzeit of the Orachai Makadosh. The Orachai Makadosh. Our sages tell us that if the Orachai Makadosh would have met the Baal Shem Tov, Mashiach would have come. And they almost met, and they, it did not happen. Many stories are told about the Orachai Makadosh, how the Jordanian army tried to overturn his grave and tractors over, were overturned. The tractors flipped over three times. And even a person who tried to, um, his, his person tried to take a sledge, uh, to, to take a hammer and to bang on it, it boomeranged in his face. So you could see the power of the tzaddikim. And today is his yurtzeit, and it's a, definitely a very powerful, just imagine what it could have been, the Baal Shem Tov meeting the, Shem Tov meeting the Orachim HaKadosh. Mashiach would have come, would have been out of here, and that's it. Mission accomplished. No more pain, no more anything. But it didn't happen. So we have to create the yearning to, to, to make it happen. Happy July 4th. May we get America back to what it was it used to be. And uh, amen, amen, amen. We almost don't recognize America anymore, huh? We don't recognize what it used to be. Okay, we're going to talk about this concept. It's a great concept in Parshish Pinchas. We're going to take up a great book called The Soul of the Torah. And it basically talks about the, what kind of yearnings. We, we, we speak about constantly the power of yearning, the power of yearning that we have to go through in Keter. It's, it's meant that we should always have earning, yearnings. And that our yearnings should precede the yearnings from above. Basically, we want to get closer to our Creator through inspiration, not through desperation. What we're going to talk about here is a very, very important concept. It's better that you should be motivated to go work out on your own, because you want to be healthy and you want to better. Then you sh- your doctor should tell you, listen, if you don't work out, you know, you're going to get diabetes, you're going to get sick. We don't want that kind of urine. We don't want that kind of arousal. You don't want the arousal that if you don't, uh, you know, stop eating sugar, you're not going to have, you know. That's the normal arousal that we get through. We want to be able to get the arousal from love. We already spoke about the concept of arousal from above. If we create the arousal from above, then the end product becomes kindness. If the product, if the arousal from above, from its above, before our arousal, then the product becomes judgment and problems. So basically, this is something where I'm going to explain to you very simple. 
you either you're going to make the arousal or the arousal is going to come to you in life. And you have to understand that. It's, it, you can't put pause on it. It's either you doing it or it's going to happen. So what happens is, is this is where we get woken up. This is where we get woken up in life. And when we get woken up, it's because the arousal is coming from above. Remember, I said this many times, that God never stops making the best attempt to get you to fulfill your mission, to get you to the best possible scenarios. And if that's not done by you, it will be done in heaven. And that looks like punishment, but it's really love. This is exactly what he's saying here. When we develop with ourselves great longings and yearnings for God, it produces a corresponding yearning on His part. This process facilitates the spiritual unification of Knesset Yisrael. It makes a zivug, it makes a union. And God produces holy souls. So basically, whatever, let's say I'm going to, let's say I want to become a public speaker. I have to yearn to become a public speaker. And through that yearning, I get a, I get a pig, piggyback soul to help me reach my mission. There's a concept in Kabbalah called Ibor Nishamot, which is called piggyback souls. Let's say you have a specific mission in your life and you want to do something, you have a yearning. Basically, heaven sends you a, 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 a spark of a soul from a tzaddik, a, a very righteous person. And that soul goes into you and it helps you accomplish your mission. That's how that works. Um, also the opposite. <laughs> when you go, want to go the other way, they also send you a spark of a person that's not good to help you reach your mission. So this doesn't, it works one way or the other, by the way. If you want, wherever, you're, you want, wherever you want to go, they help you in heaven. You want to go right? We will help you. You want to go left? We will also help you. We will also help you. And that's a very, very... It's not a scary thing, but you have to be careful where your mind is at and what you let in. Um, bottom line, you, you never know what, where, where you can end up in very dark places. And that's because of the concept in life, which is it's the, most, the most important concept, is that one good deed leads to another good deed, and one negative leads need, leads to another negative need. That's what's extremely important. We all get into a, a slump. We all get, we all get, we all check out sometimes. And we have to make sure right away to, to, to regain that momentum by creating a positive deed. This is possibly why in Judaism we have three, three prayers a day, why we have constant things we, have to, we could do to do mitzvot, even if you say a blessing out of food. It changes momentum. Because when you get into that rut, believe me, you're like, how in the world did I get here? And this is the principle. When we create a person, this is where it says that when a person makes his uh, wife happy in the, in the area of, of, of relations, she gives birth to a boy. That means when she goes first, she gives birth to a boy. That means he made the arousal. So he gets a boy. A boy represents and Kabbalistically represents kindness. But if he's selfish, then he gets a girl. And the girl represents judgment. And each of us must ensure that the arousal towards God will precede his arousal towards us. Extremely important, important to understand that. Each of us must remember 
that my arousal should come before his arousal. And the practical way we could do this is through talking to God. Creator of the world, I have, I want to work on my humility. I want to work on my, on my situations. I want to work on my eyes. I want to work on my honesty. I want to work on my anger. Please help me work on my anger. Please help me work on these things. I know I have it. I know I have these issues. I have 99 problems and my anger is greater than all of them. Let me, please let me work on them. Let me do the appropriate steps. So once he makes that accounting, then in heaven, there is no wake-up call for him because he's already wake, he already woke up. He already woke up. He already is making the arousal. But let's say all of a sudden he's justifying his anger on the economy, on the world, and he continues to be angry. And he continues to do that. Then... The arousal is going to, then he's going to have 10 times, 20 problems to show him how angry he's going to be. So it's really, this is not, it, it's, you can't just sit there in the middle of a mountain in life, <laughs> uh, which is called mediocre. Leaving, living a mediocre life is not good because at the end of the day, you're going to get woken up. And when we, wake, when we get woken up in heaven, boy, do we get woken up in heaven. You know, marriage is one way you'll get constantly woken up in heaven. Business, you'll get woken up in heaven. If you don't stay on top of your game, if you're not finding out the newest trends in your business, if you're not beating the, your compet- competitors, you will become a blockbuster video. That's the bottom line. It's not enough to say, ah, let's see what happens. The, 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 the common uh, you know, contractors in Miami, when's the work going to be done? Manana, manana contracting. Or the Israelis will tell you, Blineder, 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 Bizrat Hashem, Blineder. Everybody's throwing God in. in <laughs> Blineder. <laughs> you know, Lahabdal, I was watching Fauda the other day. They mentioned God in everything. God, Shalom, Shalom. God, you need to do your thing. Don't put God in your nonsense sometimes. So the bottom line is, you have to make that arousal. Health arousals, you don't, you don't stay in shape. What happened? Next thing you know, you have a broken hip. You have this. You know, they, tell, they, they say today, sitting is new cancer. Sitting is the new cancer. When people sit too much, postured, all kinds of problems happen. You, you know, my mother, I see my mother, she's suffering. She sat too much. The next thing you know, she's going through physical therapy and all these kinds. If she would have walked, she wouldn't have to go through it. It's the bottom line. It's you have to make the arousal. It, it, it's, if, if you don't say, I love you first, then you don't love me. And then you have to deal with a three-hour fight. It's pretty much you have to create a bucket list, a what do I need to do? Otherwise, it's going to come to me. And we, have, we all have a habit of procrastinating. And again, what you do in the beginning, do at the end. This relates to what Chazal says. When a woman seeds exits first during marital relations, then she gives birth to a male. That means you made her happy. You get a male. You created, you wanted to make her happy. You created the arousal. But when man does not arouse himself, then it initiates and expresses for him, and this looks like judgment to a person. This looks like judgment to a person. And we see this so many times that, you know, when, when the, the, God forbid, we're entering to the you know, 17th of Tammuz, we're entering these three weeks, and we're entering a time of a lot, a lot of din. And this is where the main, the main job that we have to do in these days is build our consciousness. Because your consciousness is your temple. 
when you don't have a when you don't have a when you don't have a consciousness, when your consciousness is, is gone, your temple is destroyed. And that's we individually have to wake up and build our consciousness. We have to do that through 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 learning, through letting go, through prayer, through aggressively building our consciousness. It's not enough to be a Friday night Jew anymore. It's not going to do anything for your anxiety or depression. Wonderful. It's not enough. This traditional business, it's wonderful. You can put a beautiful postcard. You know, It's not enough to deal with mental health today, to say, I'm just traditional. doesn't mean you're going to be mentally healthy today. <laughs> Bottom line, I'm not telling you to be a fanatic, but you need to understand that that's not enough today. To, to put an apple and honey in Rosh Hashanah where you're getting judged the whole year, it's not enough. It's cute, but it's not enough today. And we need more. We need more. And it doesn't mean everybody on their own level. But to, to the, the worst thing that a person could do is become, again, is not have any yearnings. You know, you, you see these teenagers today. They don't want to, they don't want to, they don't want to, they don't want to go to work. They don't want to, they want to sit and play video games. What, what, what do you think about, what, what would a parent say? I just want to play video games. I want to smoke in my room. I want to, what would you think, what does a parent, the parent should go absolutely nuts. And he does go nuts. So we have to do this also spiritually. It cannot just be a concept of, well, you know, whatever happens, happens. No, it's not. You have to make things happen in heaven. And the way you make things happen is by you making the move first. Your move has to, if you want, if you want to come back out of inspiration, if you want to come back out of growth without all these 99 problems in life, you have to make that arousal. You have to make that arousal. You know, we, we don't want to get to a point where, because at the end of the day, heaven's going to, the world is going to show you, the world is pretty much going to show you what you are holding and what you're missing in life. So again, if we have a problem with rejection, low self-esteem, again, if you were worked on your self-esteem, treated yourself kindness, walked in with confidence, and you don't have to worry about if you're getting humiliated or getting rejected or getting this. That's because you didn't work on yourself. You didn't work on yourself. So if you work on yourself, then you, don't, you couldn't care less what people say about you. Because you know who you are, you know your opinion, and that's it. But when we don't do that, and you can see today how much people are, are just anxious about oh, what other people say, and that's because of lack, lacking work ethic themselves. You should absolutely not care what anybody says about you. If your opinion is so strong, you can absolutely not care. You know who you are, you know what you need to do, and you know where you need to go. End the story. But that requires work. It requires a lot of prayers. It requires a lot of letting go. It requires a lot of knowledge and, 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 and self, really, really self-knowledge. Self but when we don't, then here we go. I'm in therapy because I got insulted by my, my neighbor's uh, daughter. I mean, do you understand? I'm, I'm just to explain to you how we're not get, uh, the, the pill for an ill concept is, is what America is dealing with today. Or, or the world is a pill for an ill. I have, a, I have an ill, okay, where's the pill? It's not. It's, this is a result of not making the arousal first. And this is an extremely important message that we need to do. That's why you have to have discipline, because either way you're going to have to put the work. You're going to you have a chance to talk to God, but if you don't talk to God, you're going to talk to a therapist. What's the therapist going to tell you? They're going to tell you all the good all the good points you have in your life. 
At the end of the day, that's what you should be doing in heaven. You can save $300 an hour. But you're, what you say to a therapist, what the therapist is going to get out of you, is what you should be doing to yourself in, in, in prayer. So it's extremely important. Think about areas in your life. Are you, is the arousal coming to me? Or am I making the arousal? For example, when I go a couple days without prayer, without his body, then it happens. It happens. I just get into a, you know, you get into, you get busy. Next thing you know, what happens? Uh, here comes the resentment. Building up, things build up. And then here you go. Easily triggered. And then, what do you have to say? I'm sorry the way I reacted. I'm sorry the way I reacted. I'm sorry the way, now I'm playing defense. I should be playing offense. What am I doing in a, in a playing defense when I should be playing offense? If you're playing defense too much, you're in the wrong side of the stadium. How many points can you score if you're playing defense? Not that many, because you're always reacting to life. We're always reacting to life. If we're always constantly, constantly anxious, that means we are not making the arousal to have to build our to, to build our trust in our in our, in our creator. If we're constantly scared by the world, if we're constantly angry with the world, that means we're 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 lacking work ethic. It's remember the world is not scaring you. You have fear, you have anger, and the world angers you. You have fear, and the world is triggering you. And this is because if we were were constantly letting go, we would we weren't we wouldn't have to deal with this. And you can see today. You could see today when you see very extreme, you see people running and, and then, you know, you see people running, you know, going up the stairs and, 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 and it, you know, they have to stop. And they, again, if you would have exercised before, you, you wouldn't need seven, seven, you know, seven huffs and puffs, you know, getting up a flight of stairs. So it's, this is a message that we have to understand and it's extremely important. Heaven does not like, heaven does not like to come in there with the, with, the, with the punishments and the this and, and that. Heaven doesn't want it. Heaven would rather give it to you out of kindness. But if you're not doing it, it has to happen. It has to happen. And it's, it's a message that we have to really, really take in these, 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 really these three weeks. It's the summer months. You know, you know it, it's, it's a time of comfort, vacation, but you have to try to do something to, you know, to, to get... You know, and it's like anything in life where the reason why I don't stop doing classes is because once I stop, stop doing it, let's, stop, let's say I'm not in the mood. Next thing you know, I have to psych myself, oh my God, I have to get in the mood again. And then next thing you know, I can go three, four, five days without giving classes because I'm not in the mood. <laughs> and next thing you know, I have a problem that now I have to get out of a bad pattern of not being in the mood. And, but when you stay consistent, you don't have to worry about that. You don't have to worry about that. And this is exactly what you make the arousal. Ask yourself, am I making the arousal? It's going to be much easier if you make the arousal, if you work on your 40-day 40, 40 challenge, working on Shemir Atabrit, than to, find, to, to get married, it'll come to you. When you. The whole point is when you work on yourself and you make that arousal yourself and you work on self, then things end up coming to you. If you are still chasing things, then that means you have not done the work because you're chasing things out of sadness. And this is where the, the, the work, either way, you have to start recognizing what we have to do is we have to start shifting. We have to start shifting in our lives. We have to shift what pain really, pain and pleasure to you. 
how is pain and pleasure to you? Whatever you consider pain, you have to look at it as pleasure. Because if, for example, the pain of not working out, if I'm not, unless I take, make that, that pain become pleasure, I'm not going to work out. The pain of prayer. Prayer, prayer could be very painful sometimes. Prayer could be very painful. Of course it's, it's painful to let go. You know, you have, you, you have people that they, they don't know how to let go. Pain, prayer allows you to let go. It's painful. You can't stick a phone in your face. You can't numb, numb out. You have to talk. And you have to let it, let it out. And you have to be vulnerable. And you have to speak. And you have to be emotional. And you have to be embarrassed. But that releases negative energy. And then you made, your, you made the arousal. So nobody's telling you anywhere where God does not show you anywhere where comfort is good. <laughs> Opposite. He actually tells you that why I, because they served me mikre, casually, they became a casualty. And again, you will never be casual in your business, otherwise you'll become a casualty. You become a casual in your health, you become a casualty to your health. You become a casualty in your, in your dating, you become a casualty to the system. We want to be able to beat the odds by having this aggressiveness mindset. Being aggressive and saying, I'm making the arousal first, I'm not waiting on this first. This is really, really, the, really, really the key to everything. And then... Every, all the growth that you're making when you make the arousal first is, is kindness. It's growth, it's happiness, it's dopamine, it's fulfillment. But every growth that happens when you're waking up, they're wake-up calls. They're wake-up calls. So we have to recognize, you know, the other day I'm parking, I parked in the wrong spot for 20 minutes, my car was towed. You know, next thing you know, you got to go get the car, the tow, the whole thing. Lot wait in line. I could have, again, I could have went to the parking lot, not been lazy, put the money, and now four hours are wasted on nonsense. What I could have talked for to save five minutes. So sometimes our, our, ourselves, we're trying to save five minutes, and we waste four hours. We we, we save. We're trying to save five minutes of not ten minutes of, of talking to God could save you four hours in an argument with your wife. These little things. A five-minute prayer before a big meeting could save you four hours of headaches. So that's something that we have to really, really learn. Make the arousal first. Get aggressive in life. Make the arousal. And don't let the arousal come to you. Don't let the arousal come to you. That means... I'm ha- you're telling me I'm having all these anxiety attacks. Are you praying? No. Are you listening to class? I don't have the head for it. Are you breathing? No. What, what, what do you expect to happen? A hot air balloon to get you out of your anxiety? What, what's going to happen? Anxiety means you need, to take, you need to take some kind of action. You're not prepared for life. You need to take some kind of different action. You need to build your trust. You need to have a different mindset. What do you think is going to happen? More things to be anxious about. It's going to be this. It's going to be that. It's going to be that. So let's, let's shift the inspiration mindset and, and let's get out of the desperation mindset, especially during these three weeks that are coming. Get into the aggressiveness of kindness because you, you, there's going to be already... Imagine there's a hun- you're outside in 110 degrees. <laughs> That's the heat. So you have to cool off. 
<laughs> take some coconut water, cool off. A lot of pre, pre-work, a lot of kindness. Um, the, the Ramak's birthday, the, the Tomer Devorah's Yurtzeit is in, I believe, is in 11 days, uh, 13 attributes of mercy. Just work, work to sweeten the judgment in these times. We could do that by charity. We could do that by forgiveness. We could do that by, um, you know, by, by having gratitude. You, you need to do a lot more things this, these months just to have a normal day. Where in other months, such as Sivan, you could just walk in and you don't, you're not walking into that energy. You're walking into that 72 degree cool breeze energy. So th- this certain month we need to push, push more than absolutely others. And this is what Reb Nachman says. Do what you do at the end in the beginning. Do what you do at the end in the beginning. Think about that concept. And I apply that to myself. I say, yes, this is painful, but it's going to be more painful if I don't do it. This is painful, but it's going to be more painful if I don't do it. It's a thing I always tell myself. It will be more painful if I don't do it. Say that to yourself. And you'll see, you'll start taking action. Have a great day.